Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning. Welcome to the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. I appreciate you making some time this morning. I'll do what I do every week and just remind you that what you're about to hear should not be considered individual investment advice, but just instead my thoughts and my firm's thoughts on what's going on in the market and the economy. If you'd like to discuss your personal portfolio, we'd encourage you to give us a call. Let's go ahead and dig in. You know, a couple weeks ago on this podcast, we talked about the immutable truths in the world. Water is wet, gravity you name it, right? Things we all know to be true, things that no one can argue about. And we talked about why in the financial markets, there really isn't such a thing. And we got a great reminder of that on Wednesday, because Jerome Powell stepped up to the podium after last week's FOMC meeting, and you ready for this? The market went up, and it kept going up Thursday and Friday. What in the heck is happening? All joking aside, We've been talking for some time on this podcast and in our memo about what happens when Powell speaks. It hasn't been pretty. I put together a chart in the memo, which is attached in the show notes that shows it. I looked at the results of the S&P 500 from the time Powell speaks until the close of the market two days later for each of the last 10 FOMC meetings. And this one really, really, really stood out. The best performing market after a Powell speech, two days after a Powell speech, was up maybe a little less than a quarter of a percent. Most of them, the vast majority of them, were down. We had two down over 5%, two down over 3%, you know, you name it. It was pretty ugly. But this week, by the end of the day Friday, the market was up 4% from when Powell stepped to the podium. And it's up 6% over the last week. What was it that Powell said and what guidance can we take from his comments for the future? Let's dive into that. The first question, is the Fed done raising rates? Powell did not say that, but it is what the market heard. All you have to do is look at the data, which shows the change in interest rate expectations over the course of the last week. We know that at the September Fed meeting, the Fed came out and said, hey, listen, we expect one more interest rate hike this year and two cuts next year, which will get us down to essentially 5%, somewhere between five and five and a quarter. When you look at what the market was expecting, going into this meeting, there was a little bit of a chance that there'd be one more hike and then the market expected rates to be back down to about four and three quarters by the end of next year. The data post-meeting shows that there is no expectation of another hike and the market expects the federal funds rate to be down to four and a half percent by the end of next year. You're familiar by now with FedSpeak. There are no hard edges to Chairman Powell's comments. Everything is purposefully obtuse. So while there were no specific guideposts to rate hikes being over, there were several points that laid out a path, and I want to go through some of those. And the first starts with one pesky little word. Anytime you have a meeting like this, the Fed releases a formal statement. And when the Fed chooses to do nothing, which is what they chose this month, they're just going to keep rates flat, the statement doesn't change a lot. But it is important to look at what changes in the statement. So let's talk about that because in the first couple of paragraphs, there were really three changes. And when I say three changes, I mean three words that changed. For example, when talking about economic activity, they changed it from solid to strong. When they talked about job gains, they changed from slow to moderated. 
Job gains were slowed. Job gains were moderated. Most of it is generally semantics, but there was the addition of one pesky word. Now, I want to read what they said last month, and then we'll talk about what they added to it. They said, tighter credit conditions for households and businesses are likely to weigh on economic activity, hiring, and inflation. Credit conditions, that's what the Fed does. That's interest rate policy. This month, they changed it to tighter financial and credit conditions are likely to weigh on economic activity, hiring, and inflation. That addition of one word is a big deal. What it is, is it's a fancy way of saying that the rise in bond yields over the past several weeks has been doing the Fed's job for them. They did not see a need to continue to raise rates if the public bond markets are going to do it. And my, have they. The rise in 10-year Treasury yields has been one of the fastest and highest in the last 25 years. But that gets us to the chicken or the egg. This is a problem with Fed projections because many market makers judged Powell's comments to be more dovish. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But that interpretation that the Fed is done raising rates and the economy is looking good meant a significant easing of financial conditions. Bond yields dropped dramatically. The very thing Powell was relying on to do the work for him started to work against him as soon as the words came out of his mouth. Just look at 10-year Treasury yield since his speech. They have given back nearly all the gains of the last 30 days. Now, that isn't catastrophic. 10-year Treasury yields are still high. But it is something to watch. If bond yields will not do the job for Powell, he may have to come back and do it himself by raising rates in the future or leaving them higher for longer. But then, as the market was wondering, is Powell becoming a dove? I think that's important to address, too, because if you've been watching the news for the last few days, especially on CNBC, by the way, please don't watch it. You'll go crazy. You would think there had been some dramatic change in the state of the world in the last 72 hours of the market being open. The optimism was palpable. Hosts were clamoring all over each other to talk about why we're going to get a rally through the end of the year. I watched one money manager in a panel on Friday, and I apologize, I did not get her name, but I would love to shake her hand if I get a chance. But she was trying to make an argument for a more balanced approach, for saying, listen, this is good news, but there's still some stuff we need to worry about and need to focus on. She could not have been shouted down quicker by the panel. Everything is great. Everything is wonderful. And much as it always is in the media, it seems there are really only two options for the world. It's either, nothing will ever go wrong again, yay, or we're all going to die. Those are our choices. But the truth, as it always is, is somewhere in between. Powell is not becoming a dove yet. He was clear that they will continue to raise rates again if they need to. All you had to do was read his first response to the first question in his press conference. And he said this, as for the committee... We are committed to achieving a stance of monetary policy that's sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation down to 2% over time. And we are not confident that we have achieved such a stance. Powell isn't confident yet, but the market sure is. Therein lies the rub. If we're being honest with ourselves, the market has historically been a much better predictor of what the Fed is going to do than the Fed itself. All you have to do is go back and look at the dot plot from December 21 to know that's true. That's when they said, we're going to raise rates by 75 basis points in 2022. And they raised them by 475. But the problem is that only works until it doesn't. This year has been a testament to that. At the beginning of 2023, the market thought the Fed would peak rates at 5 to 5.25%. 5 
Well, today we're at five and a quarter to five and a half. That's not far off. But the market also thought the rate would peak in May and be back to four and a half percent by the end of the year. That was flat out wrong. And that miss has led to a year where markets have gone up, down, and sideways, but really haven't made any progress. I can't tell you when it's over. But the good news is the Federal Reserve signaled last week that we are a lot closer to the end than we have ever been in the last 18 months. And frankly, that has me feeling a little bit brighter this week. So we'll wrap it up there. As always, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to give us a call. You can reach us here at the office at 515-273-1333, or you can visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a really, really great week, and I look forward to touching base with you again soon. Take care. Securities offered through RTA Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through RTA Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm. 